0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: All right, back on the show. Final segment of the show Saturday. DBJ joins me and Josh Darrow. We'll be on there at 3.30... With a countdown to kickoff, kickoff for Miami and Florida State at 7.30. Delighted to have with us on the show now from Valley Sports. He's a former Gator, but we're letting him on the show because he does good work. James Bates, because his father was such a nice guy when he was down here with the Dolphins. Bates, good good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> I always enjoyed talking to your dad when he was down here. And a uh, really special guy. Um, you saw, you've seen the University of Miami the last three weeks. Uh, what are your thoughts on on what Mario Cristobal is trying to do with this program?
2: Well, one thing sure stands out. One guy that uh, that Jim Bates used to coach down there, Jason Taylor, is uh, he, he's having a nice <laughs> nice bit of input there. The way those guys are rushing the passer. Uh, hopefully, you get a key Mesidor back. And but I mean, those guys up front, they're fun to watch. And uh, you know, I uh, Jason Taylor and shoot across the the board on the defense. I, Obviously, you play some pretty good football when you you shut a team out, keep them out of the end zone for so long, like they did on Saturday. It's uh, we've had the Canes, our our crew there on Valley. We've had the Canes for the past three weeks. So the first game going back to Blacksburg, Virginia, against Virginia Tech, and then we've actually got them in two weeks. That we just got the schedule against Georgia Tech. So we're gonna earn a letter or something like yeah. that from the University of Miami. I don't know what's going
1: on. Yeah, no kidding. They've got the Seminoles this week. Uh, you always enjoyed playing in those games, right? When you played for Florida, uh, just use your experience uh, playing against Florida State and playing in a rivalry game. What are these guys going into this weekend?
2: Wow, it's you know it it feels right, and you know you, you joke make the joke about being a Gator or being a Knoll or a Cane, but I you know I really love the home team. I. I went to high school in, in Tennessee. And, uh, you know, I, I'm i proud to be from uh, Tennessee. What what short time I lived there with my dad being a coach. But, you know, there's there's not a, a ton of, of high school talent that comes out of Tennessee and all over the college football landscape. And so I kind of adopted conveniently uh, going to Florida. Then right after that, I did a lot of uh, high school television shows and, and a lot of the state championship games. So I just Love to follow the high school football players uh, from Florida and where they go and what they do, and I just so love them or hate them—the Canes, the Noles, the Gators—it's just college football is fun when when the Sunshine State is part of the yeah. gossip. And one thing that I would say in watching Miami over the past three weeks, just in, in you know tapes from the entire season, is they number one they've got to be careful that they don't try to play be heroes. They don't play hero ball because that's where I think you can, you can get a little bit uh, dirty in in your approach and and not purposefully, you know, just, Hey, you're so excited. You're playing at night. It's a great atmosphere. You're playing against guys that you played against, you grew up with that go to FSU and you, you want so bad to make things happen for your team, but you've got to play within the system. You've got to play within say the defense, you know, early on, Uh, defensively in that game last week, guys were kind of rushing up the field, trying to get up the field a little bit too fast, trying to go make that sack, but it opened a lot of lanes for Brennan Armstrong. So, you know, don't do anything after the whistle. You know, keep those flags to a minimum and and play within the system, play within the scheme. If that means you make one tackle instead of 10, so be it. Just it's all about winning a football game, and those coaches are going to have them. You know, ready to be in the right spots, but you you got to be you got to be out there thinking you got to play clean football. Clean football is going to win the game, and that's it's tough to say. It's easier said than done when you're playing against the, in a big rivalry game like that.
1: Where do you think Florida State is in their development? Where, where does Mike Norvell have Florida State? They're trying to bring their program back, much like the University of Miami. Where is he in his rebuilding project? Well, I think
2: it's uh, I think it's been impressive uh, the way they. have turn things around and I uh, they've lost a couple close ones uh here as of late uh Jordan Travis is a, is a great young man a, a fun guy to watch he's, he's very dangerous um and and so they've obviously got to know uh what's going on with him but I think that I think that just like oh, just like Miami I think will it'll be a big big stride for them here with you know you, everybody's got to be got to be a little patient when you when you can get them healthy i think that you'll see a a stride that's getting ready to come for the miami hurricanes but i think that you know maybe here a little bit further along with norvell that that fsu is on their way back to playing some some decent football and hopefully i can get my gators back up there man they uh they're struggling a little bit right now so you know, like I said, I just I I really like it, and obviously I want my Gators to win uh, every game. But I, I, it's really fun when, uh, and I think for college football, good for college football when when all three are are, are playing some good ball and uh, and mixing it up a little bit.
1: I don't, I don't know, James. I watched a little bit of the Georgia Florida game uh, on the airplane coming home from from Virginia, and I thought to myself, my God, Georgia ought to be in the NFL, and. Florida lost by 22 or whatever it was, and really, you know, truth be told, the size that, that they have, the size of their players compared to what you see in the ACC is is different. The ACC's got a lot of catching up to do, that which includes Miami and Florida State and Virginia Tech. Uh, they got they want to catch the SEC. They got I'm not exactly sure how they do it, but um, they're not there.
2: Well, but you know, it's, and you're right about Georgia. Watching that Georgia defense, I mean, those guys—they fly around. That is a fast defense. And uh, heck, if they weren't weren't beating up on my Gators, I'd say they're fun to watch. So uh, yeah. maybe they'll be fun to watch beating up on on Tennessee this weekend, if if that's the case. But you know, anymore, it's you're you're a couple transfers away from. From from making some some big moves. Look at the University of Tennessee. The yeah. University of Tennessee. The last what five ten years, they you know they they would have loved to have looked like a, a Clemson or or a Florida State or Miami. Some of these teams, they they were they're really bad. Got a c- couple good transfers in there. Hendon Hooker being one of them, coming from the ACC, coming from Virginia Tech. So with the way that college football works now. You know, and I think too. You well look at Daryl Jackson and, and look at Akeem Mesador. Uh, those those two guys are dominant up front, and and they're both transfers. So, you know, it's uh, it, it would be nice to get guys that come in as freshmen and stay there for three years and uh, grow up in the system. But I don't know if that's truly realistic anymore. And you know, you got to patch a hole here and there. Uh, shoot it's uh it can be done, so I, so yeah are, there may be a few spots, most notably maybe maybe the offensive line, but then again you've got all those guys hurt uh, yeah. I think it was huge to have Henry Parrish healthy against Virginia, and i think if if Henry Parrish doesn't play in that game, uh, I think Virginia probably wins that game. I think that you know he, he wasn't a world beater running the football, but just the fact that he ran so hard and put a little bit of spark into that offense, a little bit of spark into that offensive line. There's a little bit of fire, I think, from that offensive line. And just the fact that Virginia had to respect the run and had to defend the run, I think it opened up a, a few things here and there when they needed it the most, a couple big play-action passes. Uh, but but Henry Parrish was a big part of that win on Saturday.
1: What, what did you see? your defensive guy. What did you see in Jake Garcia? Well... <laughs> You know,
2: I I think that they they decided at one point that they need to be really careful with them. Um, you know, it's 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 tough the the speed of the game, and it doesn't matter where you come from. I know he played against some some really good competition in high school, and it's you know has has come up with, with you know some of the best coaches. But it's it's different, and it's especially different when you're not just thrown in there later in the game, and you know, hey, let me just go sling it around a little bit where a defense is preparing for you and you know when it's it's your show and it's your job it's all on your shoulders to go win the university of miami a football game um so i think i i guess let me ask you what's the word out of uh practice anything on on tyler will he be back this week or
1: undecided Do they, you know they well they go to practice tomorrow they on sundays They have walkthroughs. Monday's a day off. So tomorrow will be the first practice in pads. And I think Tyler's optimistic, but we'll have to wait and see how the week unfolds. Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. You know, I I, I think it would have been interesting had Jakari Brown not skipped that pass, the one pass he threw early. Um, (laughs) Had he not skipped that pass, because I hear he's a pretty good thrower, but the games that I've had him, you know, you look back at the Virginia Tech game, and they're coming off a couple games where they had a really rough time uh, converting on third down and short, uh, fourth down and one. And that was the Virginia Tech games where they put him in a couple times, third and one, and he ran and, you know, got first down and then some. And I've heard good things about his arm, and, and I don't know if, if that one pass or like, all let let's right, right, let's, let's, uh, let's kind of reel him back in a little bit and just see if Jake Garcia can go – it was almost like not lose the game for us, you know. And and that's yeah. fine. Shoot, it's tough to win football games. Mario Cristobal and, and all his staff, they, they certainly know that. So a win is a win and and they figured out a way to go win it on the road. That's step number one. And and I but I think though now this week, you know, Virginia's got a good defense, but the Virginia offensively has really struggled. I think this week it's gonna be a little bit different ballgame and you're gonna need someone to be in there. Playmaker, and not just a guy to kind of go in there and manage and not lose it for you. But there's going to be a couple moments where a couple guys are going to have to step up and go do something to help win the football game. Having Restrepo back is huge for this football team, and you know this this coaching staff. It's uh, as you well know. I mean, you look at these guys and, and, and Charlie Strong and Kevin Steele and and Jason Taylor in there, and, and you know, Highsmith. I mean, just all these these great minds in the building. They're going to have these guys in position to go win a football game. It's just up to these guys to take it out on, in the, on the field and, and play clean football and discipline football and, uh, and, and try to get a win over a big rival.
1: Uh, yeah, they have a lot of brain power. There's no, no doubt about that. Uh, before I let you go All real right. quick, um, you mentioned Tennessee and Georgia, so I'll step out of the ACC for a moment. Uh, what, what do you think of that game? Tennessee-Georgia is supposed to be the game of the year.
2: <laughs> that's the one team, you know, these Gator fans, they yeah. they get oh, how do you go call a Miami game? Well, I'm like, Oh yeah. man, come on. These guys are living out a dream. I, I love calling Miami games. I, I enjoy calling FSU games, you know, and uh, Tennessee being from Tennessee, you know, they gave me such a hard time when I, when I left. So it's, uh, it's, it's taken a little while to, uh, to get used to Tennessee being pretty good. And uh, I think that it had, if it were another, Another school, another fan base. I I might be really happy for them and, and really enjoyed watching them celebrate after beating Alabama and stuff. And they look really good again against a team that always plays them close, always gives them trouble in Kentucky. So I think I think as of now that uh, that they're the real deal. Hendon Hooker is uh you know can can do can do it all. He can run it and throw it, and they they go so fast. It's so tough for a defense to prepare for them. But if I just I mean, until somebody knocks them down, like you saw what you said coming home from from that game in Virginia, Georgia, maybe not not quite as good up front defensively as they have been. But they're still really, really good. And I think especially between the hedges, that place gets rocking. I I, I think Georgia wins the football game. But I think Tennessee is going to make it uh, pretty interesting and, and you know, shoot. All right. I'll admit it. It's, you know, it's kind of nice for a fan base. It's such a proud (laughs) fan base. My dad played linebacker at Tennessee. My mom went to Tennessee. My brother went to Tennessee. And so, you know, it's a, they are that, that fan base is one of the things that makes college football so special. And so, uh, you know, I, I really am uh, happy for them, and and it's it's fun to watch. Uh, little some new blood in there. Shoot, LSU may end up getting a big win, and and there could be you know new blood across the board. It's kind of uh, it kind of makes it's what makes college football interesting. You got to go out and play it, right?
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It's a big day. Uh, Alabama at LSU, Tennessee. We'll see if they sing Rocky Top, and of course. We've got the war chant and the smoke going at Hard Rock Stadium for Miami and Florida State. And we'll see you next week in Atlanta for Miami and Georgia Tech. Uh, thanks for being with us here tonight. We really appreciate it.
2: Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on anytime. And you guys enjoy it at Hard Rock on Saturday night, and, and I'll see you up there in Atlanta.
1: All right. That's uh, James Bates joining us from Valley Sports. Thanks to Mario Cristobal. Coach Laranega, Miami and Florida State on Saturday, 7.30 kickoff. We'll be on there at 3.30. Danny Garcia has been our producer. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned now. Monday Night Football is coming up next.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?